This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Good evening. Welcome to the Lindell Report with your host, Mike Lindell. I'm in for Mike Lindell. Uh, at least we hope we'll get Mike on at some point. We just tried connecting with him. Was he still in the air, Logan? He was in the air, and so as you can imagine, the, the coverage was not real good. But he may call in, and we'll try to get Mike on. Tonight, my guests are going to be Dan Eastman. Then he's an attorney out of Wisconsin. Hey, Reagan, can you plug in my computer so I can show an article, please? Dan Eastman, then uh, gubernatorial candidate Tim Rantham of Wisconsin, running for governor of Wisconsin, and then Candace Taylor running for governor in Georgia. Uh, the devil went down to Georgia. Oh, I'm sorry, Pence, excuse me. Pence went down to Georgia. Uh, and I guess he's apparently going to embrace Brian Kemp for governor. We'll have Candace Taylor respond to that tonight. Also, sad, but uh, Sean Hannity has again revealed what I've tried telling you guys many times. He is apparently a useful idiot for the globalists. He's a useful idiot for the progressives. Uh, he has now come out, Sean Hannity, and has just uh, really the other night went after Kathy Barnett in a way that is really, you know, just disgusting. Uh, again, he is, seems to be backing Oz all the way. In fact, we're told, sources tell me, that's who actually convinced President Trump to endorse uh, Oz. So, again, I think uh, I don't think that Sean Hannity is the best influence on a lot of people. But uh, reality is, folks, we got a real problem with the folks at Fox News, whether it's Sean Hannity or even Mark Levin, who, as many of you know, has come out recently and said, if you don't support $40 billion going to Ukraine uh, to fight Putin, then you are uh, a blank kisser. You're a, you're a uh, Putin blank kisser, referring to his rear end, uh, Putin's rear end. Uh, well, again, that just shows you what, in my opinion, what a clown Levin is anyway. Um, because you really think we need to be going to war, folks, with Russia? Do you think we need to spark a war with Russia? Because when we spark a war with Russia and we fight a proxy war with Russia, that means we're fighting China. That means we're also fighting Iran. That means we're fighting North Korea. They're all in military alliance together. You think that's a good idea? Maybe you say, well, I still think we ought to fight Russia. Okay, do you think they, that we need to do that with $40 billion? Do you think we need to do that with $40 billion of your money? They're inflating your money away. Eggs are up almost 200%. We don't have baby formula. Baby formula, as we've seen today, in my show at one o'clock, we showed the video of a congresswoman and on the Worldview Report, uh, baby formula, oh yeah, it's packed into some of the, to the uh, immigration facilities down on the border, like uh, Ursula, the Ursula uh, Processing Center down there. There have been pictures of tons of baby formula stocked in, stocked in by the Biden regime for the illegal immigrants, but none for America's moms and their babies. Yeah, so much for America first, right? So, Levin, you want to send $40 billion to get into a war with Russia and China and Iran and North Korea? The same guys, by the way, that won't talk about the machines and the vaccines. I wonder, oh, that's why, because it's reported that Fox is getting a billion dollars along with Newsmax to push the Biden COVID death shot. 
and you don't think they're a controlled opposition? Well, look at how they're treating Kathleen, Kathy Barnett. You know, you could say, well, my candidate is whoever of the three running. Fine, they support your candidate, but don't lie about Kathy Barnett. Why would you do that? So again, we are learning a lot about Sean Hannity and Mark Levin, not to mention the fact that both of those guys, by the way, push the convention of the states, which is a very bad idea. Something I've been warning about for several decades. They can call it an Article 5, whatever they want to call it. We don't need another convention. The one they had that gave us the Constitution we have was ran away. That's why uh, Patrick Henry was quoted as saying, I think I smell a rat. And do you really think we have guys as bright as the founders? And by the way, what makes them think amending our current Constitution and opening up Pandora's box to add who knows what and strip who knows what? What makes them think rewriting it is going to make them follow it? They're not following it now. So again, be very, very leery of those guys that I'm mentioning tonight. Mark Levin, Sean Hannity, the Fox crowd, these people. Joining me now is attorney Dan Eastman. Dan, welcome back to the broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Brandon. Thanks for having me back on. It's always great to talk with you. You too, my friend. I know you're on the road, and so we're connecting with you by phone. I wanted to get an update from you concerning uh, what's going on with Wisconsin because uh, uh, Speaker of the House boss has done what? It's all over the news today for those of us paying attention. I'll let you tell our audience. What has he done? Well, you have to remember that uh, after the, uh, the 2020, uh, November 2020 election, uh, there's been a, an extreme level of controversy in the state of Wisconsin. There, the, the average Wisconsinite has a real sense that something is very, very wrong with our electoral system. Uh, so as a result of that, the legislature, and of course Speaker Voss is the head of the Assembly, uh, he decided that uh, he would have uh, a committee, the Elections Committee, which is chaired by the very competent Janelle Branchin, uh, look into the matter. And, of course, uh, Chair, Chairperson uh, Branchin issued subpoenas, and Robin Voss didn't sign the subpoena. So he really he kind of threw her under the bus on that one. Uh, and then he decided to appoint uh, Justice Gableman, again, a very competent uh, jurist who sat in her Supreme Court for 10 years. Uh, Mike Gableman is, is just a, a spectacular person, and he's a very intelligent man. Uh, Voss appoints him to investigate this whole uh, election fraud situation. And, of course, uh, uh, Gable, uh, Justice Gableman issues subpoenas to uh, a number of governments and the WEC. And, of course, the WEC turns around and sues Justice Gableman and uh, Chair Bransom because uh, they don't want to be investigated with by the legislature, which is constitutional oversight. So the, the problem we have is the Gableman investigation has gone forward. And, of course, uh, Justice Gableman has discovered uh, very large amounts of election fraud in the state of Wisconsin. He's looked deeply into the CLTC situation. He's looked into the Milwaukee and Dane County situation. And, uh, and of course, the Racine uh, County Sheriff uh, re requesting the five of the six WEC commissioners be indicted. He's looked at all of this. He's put out two very, very critical and important reports. And uh, Speaker Voss shuts him down. And, of course, uh, at some point last month, uh, Speaker Voss was going to go and collect <laughs> poor Justice Gableman's furniture and uh, shut the, the investigation down completely. And as we understand now, uh, Voss has uh, basically uh, renegotiated with Justice Gableman, cut his salary in half. And uh, from my understanding is Justice Gableman is no longer able to look forward to investigate further election irregularities 
is merely to defend the nine lawsuits uh, that are uh, pending today and against him, against uh, uh, Chair Branson, and, uh, of course, uh, so that, that basically puts the brakes on the investigation. Then, of course, he's running for re-election because our assembly people run every two years. And when you look at uh, Speaker Voss's campaign material, he brags about not one but two investigations in addition to the Wisconsin Legislative Audit Bureau investigation. And look how much work he's doing to get to the bottom of election fraud. So this guy basically, and I forgot to mention, he triggered the Legislative Audit Bureau investigation, which found 30 material points that uh, needed correction. So in effect, he's triggered all these investigations, he's put the squelch on them, and then he takes credit for investigating election fraud. So this is really becoming a problem because what's clear across the state of Wisconsin is that we have literally over 10,000 people that are on these various, uh, like the Signal Channel and all these, all these grassroots network type things, and people are really agitated because they have a sense that the state government is not taking election fraud seriously. And this is becoming a really difficult problem because we're going into the November 2022 election cycle. We have, you know, Senator Ron Johnson, a, a critically important United States senator in Washington, is up for re-election. And it's, this is putting that election at risk. And, of course, we have our, our dearly beloved Governor Evers, who, uh, well, the, the point is there were 17 legislative bills passed to fix the election, and Evers vetoed every one of them. This, and, and veto, Evers is beatable, and, of course, this has thrown a lot of turmoil into the gubernatorial race. Of course, there's only one person in the 99-person assembly that has issued uh, proposed legislation to fix the problem. Of course, that's Tim Rantham. I believe he'll be on next. And, you know, Tim is a very courageous assemblyman, and he's now running for governor. And I'll tell you, it's the type of – Tim's the kind of guy who should be governor because he's, he's like every Wisconsinite, and he's tired of all of the problems we're having in Wisconsin, and he wants to do something about it. So we really got a problem with uh, you know, the Voss faction of the Republican Party who thinks everything is just fine with the election system in the state. And then you have the rest of us who are wondering, how in the world can you have week after week after week of evidence – for over a year and a half of, of significant and material election fraud, and nobody cares and nobody does anything about it. So that's the situation we're in in Wisconsin right now. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else you need to say or tell us before we let you go then? No, but I think you should continue to you know keep us all in your prayers and uh, encourage the work that's being done by our grassroots teams. Hmm. And certainly uh, you know, take a very good look at Tim Rantham because he's the one guy – if elected, is going to bring some justice to this system. So uh, we're also we also formed a new organization called the Wisconsin Center for Election Justice. It's a 501c4 organization and launched last week, and it will be uh, up and running. We'll have a website up and running next week, and I really think that uh, people should be paying attention to that because all of these discoveries that we've seen are going to be posted on that site so the public can begin to understand what are we seeing with election fraud? They can look at the evidence and decide for themselves. I like the and name. We'll be re- I like the name yeah, of the, the group. Say, say that again. Well, we think it's the Wisconsin Center for Election Justice. We want justice. You know, everybody wants justice. We want justice, too. We want a justice, an election system that is fair and just for everyone, nonpartisan, neutral. I mean, your, your election system should run like your washing machine or your refrigerator. It should run quietly in the background, but it shouldn't be 
deciding who the candidates are months before the election. And we just want a fair and just system in this state. And that's what we're working for. Yep. And by the way, I don't know if you saw, we played clips earlier this week on my show where a U.S. Senator Whitehouse uh, is, who, by the way, is the guy uh, in 2021 called for, the wrote a letter to the IRS commissioner to look into stripping uh, Charlie Kirk, his organization, uh, Turning Point USA, of their nonprofit status. Why? Because they held a an event at Mar-a-Lago and I guess the, the folks weren't masking up and they, they, they were holding super spreader events. And yet there were the emergency policies put in and Palm Beach County had their policies. And what are the what are the hallmarks of a of a nonprofit? Well, they have to be charitable. They have to do the public good. You know, uh, these are some of the hallmarks. Well, they can't right, do anything. But educate the public and they, I think educating the public on massive problems in the state voter database and massive problems with the state agency that regulates that, instead of opening the doors to the public, if there's nothing to hide, open the doors. Yeah. No, they, they lawyer up and sue the, uh, the chair of the Assembly Elections Committee, and they sue the special prosecutor. Well, boy, you know, that, that sure looks suspicious to me. Yeah, well, the point there's I was making is that... There's open it. It's the people's information. The point I was making to let you aware of is that U.S. Senator Whitehouse, who is chairing this finance committee has already gone after Turning Point USA, writing to the IRS commissioner saying to be a nonprofit, 501c4, which is who he was specifically holding his hearings on going after, 501c4s, like you're organizing now, he's saying, and we already know what he'll do because he did this with Charlie Kirk's group, well, they held a super spreader event at Mar-a-Lago. That's not in the common good. That's not charitable. And that's probably illegal behavior. And you can't be a 501c4 four or three, if you're not doing charitable things, things that are for the common good and things that are illegal. What I'm saying is, I want to make sure it's on your radar as an attorney. These guys are already talking about how they're going to strip groups like yours and mine and others of any of their 501c3s, 501c4s, while they do nothing about Zuckerberg and his using his, what, 501c4, whatever he had, right? Well, it's the battle of the nonprofits. I mean, trust me, nobody makes a profit doing this, but it's the battle of the nonprofits. And that's, that seems to be the way America is shaping up. And it's kind of a sad thing because it leaves the individuals in the dust. Absolutely. But we, you know, we have to be able to get that message. And we're Wisconsin-centric. I, we're not going out to Mar-a-Lago or anywhere else. We're, you know, we make it to Madison, Wisconsin. It's exotic for us. And we are looking at Wisconsin and Wisconsin only. We want a fair election system. And, you know, we're, that's all we want. And we're putting the evidence out there and let people decide. Yeah. And that's Dan, all we're doing. So, Well, thank you, Dan. Appreciate it as always. I got Tim Rantham on, gubernatorial candidate for Wisconsin. And then I got on Candace Taylor, uh, gubernatorial candidate for Georgia. So uh, great lineup tonight. You're the first. Thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks, Brandon. Nice talking to you. Take you care. too. By the way, look at my screen real quick here, folks. If you see the player, if you go to our homepage, player number one here, go right below it, and you guys can register, and you can comment. And I do sit here and look at some of your comments. Here's one. KC Webb says, what's clear is that Voss is simply stalling and has been all along. So again, you guys can come on here, make your comments. Some of them I'll read. You can ask questions. Some of them I'll uh, ask of the guest, Timothy Rantham. Uh, Candace Taylor. We can make some comments along the way. We'll show them and comment uh, on the community postings below the player, Lindell TV1. 
there I am showing it. So get on board, make some comments, ask some questions. We'll incorporate that into the show. Joining me now before we go to gubernatorial candidate for Georgia, Candace Taylor, because the, the Pence has gone down to Georgia to back Kemp, I guess, huh? Uh, I wonder if they'll play that song, The Devil Went Down to Georgia. And what we're joined first, however, by gubernatorial candidate for Wisconsin, Tim Rantham. Tim, welcome back to the broadcast. Thanks for joining us. Oh, click. Give me, give me audio there. Give me some audio. I was laying low and incognito, and I forgot to turn myself back on. There I am. Hi. Not a problem. Good to see you. Good to see you, sir, and thank you so very much for having me. Uh, you too. Glad on. to have you. The honor is ours. So tell me uh, your thoughts on, uh, I mean, you just heard from Dan Eastman. He says you're the only one that's offered up legislation. Uh, then now the Speaker of the House boss in Wisconsin, Republican, puts the brakes on everything. I mean, these re- these Republican obstructionists, whether it's guys like Sean Hannity and Levin that don't want to talk about the machines uh, and all of this stuff like they should as much as they should, or even aspects of it they won't, don't want to touch, um, I mean, it's sad that what keeps being the uh, the block so much of the time are Republicans, Tim. Uh, I would agree with that. And I will tell you uh, kind of sadly that I wanted to serve. I, I want to serve. I'm, I'm a servant of the people. And I, I was just reelected to the school board here locally on April 5th. I'm in my fourth term. Um, I decided not to run for reelection in the assembly because of the fact that when you're on the inside and you can see the injustice, you can see the corruption and you can see the orchestration. And it, it, it's I can't fix it from the inside because it's layers of people and bureaucracy. So the discussion point about the one individual who is the origin of obstruction in Wisconsin, that is Robin Voss. He is blocking everything that should be working for the people. He's actually working against the people. And as Dan had said, in the previous segment, then he turns around and he puts on his literature for his re-election campaign that he's, you know, spearheaded two uh, investigations and he's running point on election integrity. Sorry, sir, but that's all crap. It's been crap from day one from this guy. He's been obstructing everything I've done, everything Janelle's trying to do. The, he the took your around. staff. He took your staff. Yeah. yeah, well, and he took, he took, he actually took the requisition away. I couldn't even backfill with a different person. I mean, it actually took the requisition way to reduce my resource capability so that I would be limited, perhaps, to not be able to travel the state to talk about truth regarding our elections, to send out my videos, to send out my e-updates, and to take care of my constituents. He did everything to hurt me, to make me look bad, so perhaps I would become unelectable. So what people have to realize is this is an individual who is retaliatory in nature. He's incredibly insecure, and he doesn't belong in a leadership position. And what makes it worse is the people around him my colleagues let him do it. They're enablers. They have helped perpetuate the problem in Wisconsin politics and within the Wisconsin legislature because they don't do anything. Why? Because they fear, they, they hang on to favoritism, and they worry about funding, which helps them with their reelection. So everything's self-centered. Everything should be about the people, and it's not. It's about themselves. And they let this guy get away with all this stuff. We ought to stand up and have a revolt in the body, get a bunch of members, get a majority into the into the Capitol and go onto the floor and demand a hearing or a, a floor session and move on some of these legislative items that were dumped on March 15th. By the way, when our session ended on March 15th, uh, I'm going to tell you, give you some numbers here real quick. You're a numbers guy. We had 1,198 bills in the assembly, 1198. The governor signed 267. He vetoed 127, which is a record for the state, by the way. 
and the remaining 804 died, went away, gone, including AJR 120. Now, I have repositioned AJR 120 as a refreshed bill. Now it's LRB 6309. And should the members of my body have enough courage to have a, an extraordinary session or a special session, that bill can be pullable to the floor and can be acted upon if we can have a floor session. But I don't believe there's enough courageous members in the body right now to go against leadership's will, which is to block this thing, this elections thing, and just make it go away. And the reason I believe it's being blocked is because the individuals blocking it are compromised. So that's the dilemma I have here. And, and when you I, say I, compromised, what do you mean by that? They are involved. They're guilty. They're on the take for money. They're on the take for favor. Something's going on behind the scenes. You can't explain the behavior of the Speaker of the Assembly, Speaker Robin Voss, the way he's behaving on this subject matter any other way. You can't defend his actions and his inactions other than the fact that he's compromised. Everybody sees it. Everybody knows it. He's in trouble. He's in pri he's in uh, being primary this year, and I'm glad he is because I, I frankly believe that uh, our legislative uh, system, not just the Assembly, he's got control over the Senate too. They do what he wants. They they uh, conform to his his request. Uh, we need a change at that spot with that one person, and Wisconsin will have a chance to do things right of, by, and for the people. So it's a big deal. When but I, say, there's no question. Hmm? When you say that the other members are, are afraid of losing funding, which helps them get reelected, are you saying that Speaker Voss, outside of being Speaker of the House in Wisconsin, yes. has authority yes. and power with the state party as to who gets funding for reelection? I, I would. Well, the state party is an interesting qualifier. Uh, I'm sure there's minimally influence level uh, elements there. Uh, I'm speaking more about the Republican Assembly Campaign Committee. You know, there's there's monies there that's off campus. He's got control of the off campus function. He's got control of the on campus function regarding chairpersonships, committee assignments, office assignments, favors, you know. And then when people want to run for reelection, they say, you know, hey, Mr. Speaker, I'm in a 5248 district. I need help. And, and he'll he'll give them some money. And if they contribute 10,000 into the fund, they get a lot more than 10,000 back to help them with their campaign. So it's a good return on investment for them. That's called pay to play, by the way. And, and it's something that needs to be looked into here and investigated. And I fully intend on doing that. You're a threat to the establishment. Um, I would rather spin that to be, I am exactly what the people of this state have wanted for decades well that's I'm what exactly. i'm saying don't i mean who yeah. is yeah. who is who is for the good old boy establishment pay to play who is for that i mean i don't most most people most people are not for that because they see it's wrong and 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 that movement works against them because you have to be a part of that team to get any benefit from it yeah and, and a lot of my fellow colleagues although we're friends i guess um they, they don't want to associate too much with me because, you know, maybe I'm toxic when I'm uh, seen with them. They don't want to be in pictures. Well, I still get pictures with them. But anyway, I, I don't want to go into the weeds on that. You know what? I don't care. I signed up to serve the people and I will do everything I can for them. I don't work for Madison or anybody down there. I work with them. That's true. But I work for the people and I'll take that same passion and that same conviction onto the gubernatorial race that I'm in, and I, when I win that seat on the primary on August 9th and take Evers out on November 8th, 
I'm going to do more in this state than we've ever done before. We're going to set the record straight on how things should be done across the board in all facets. We're going to get dated issues done. We're not going to be kicking cans down the road anymore. And we're going to address the issues that the, the, the people want, because that's how the Constitution was written. It's God first, then people, then county, then state, then federal. I want that order right by design, and that's how my administration is going to operate. And the last thing I'll tell you is, yeah, I guess I'm a threat. And they're trying real hard to make sure I don't, I'm not successful. So I need all the help I can get, ladies and gentlemen. And I'll tell you right up, uh, statewide office is not easy to do. It's very taxing on, on everybody and on me physically. And that's okay, I signed up for it. But I'm saying that I could use some help. So if there's anything you can do um, uh, minimally, I would appreciate donations because it costs money, especially at four bucks a gallon, 450 a gallon almost. Uh, to get around and, and visit the people and talk and get my message out. It's, it costs money for the literature. It costs money. I'm revamping my website. I'm revamping my collateral materials. Brandon, you're going to like what you're going to see here. I'm going to a red, white, blue motif, and we're going to get let let uh, um, um, let freedom ring is going to be my new my, my new mantra. I'm going to run this thing to the to the end, and we're going to win. And it's going to be all about freedom. It's going to be about the people, and it's going to be about our constitution and getting our rights back. I'm Absolutely. looking forward to it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You planning any uh, big patriotic rallies? Well, uh, interesting question. Uh, we are the state convention is next weekend, so a week from today, the twentieth of of May, uh, I have a hospitality room at the convention in Madison, and uh, I did invite uh, Mr. Lindell, and he's coming. So I'm I'm hoping that that uh, gets pulled off really well. And then of course the convention is Saturday, Saturday night, and then into Sunday morning. Saturday's going to be a big day, but that's my my next big event. I hit small things. I am going to a, a 2,000 Mules event on Sunday at the Italian Community Center in Milwaukee. So anybody who's watching that can swing by there. You really got to see that movie. And if you can't, I got a few extra tickets. Maybe I can help you get in. But uh, And I, by the way, I paid for them. So I didn't get nothing free. I don't take handouts, uh, but I, I would, would take donations. But anyway, I'll be at the, at the movie on Sunday. Um, and then the, and then the convention is my next real big now, thing. Now, so. the, the convention... Help me because I can't keep track of all these states. Our buddy uh, in Michigan, Matt DiPerno, you know, he had to go to convention. M uh, Mike was there, gave speeches, and 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 Matt DiPerno was confirmed, voted for there, and is the Republican endorsed candidate for attorney general. That's how that works there with their primary. How does Wisconsin's work? Do you do, when you mention the convention, is there that it, or is there a vote for your primary? That's a great question. You know, you you remind me again how brilliant you are, and you're really good at what you do. Um, <laughs> Yeah, well, well, here's Flattery the deal. Flattery gets you everywhere, Tim. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. That's a great question. But in this particular case, there was a push by the party to not only force an endorsement process at this convention, but once the endorsement occurred and if, if the individual got 60% or more of the delegate votes, that everybody else would stand down. Okay, hang on for a second. Now think about that. So I'm not the one they want to give the endorsement to. And I won't mention her name. However, if that were to happen, they would expect me to stand down and not run through August 9th primary and let the people have a voice. So to your question, um, I don't think it's going to happen at this convention this year because so many people are against the manipulation and orchestration of this process. And they're not going to allow for the endorsement process to occur. I, I think it's on Saturday or Saturday night. So it's going to be a, a ruckus, if you would. So it's what you're be saying is you're, 
What you're saying is you're going to come out of your Wisconsin Republican convention with no convention endorsed candidate. I hope so. That's my desire. If I were the person they wanted and I was 100 percent guaranteed, I'm honest to God, I can tell you this as Lord is my witness. I would not want them to do it because I want the people to have a voice. And if a person wants to run and they've done the work and they've earned the money and they're viable or not, if they want to try and experience the process to give uh, themselves a chance to earn a seat through the vote, they should be given that privilege. And so I would not want to obstruct that. And and that's not what they want to do. They want to pick and choose who they want. They want everybody else to take a powder and then they want to give all the money to this person. And that's their excuse, by the way, if we don't stand down, they're going to have to spend more money to get their person across the line, which will hurt them in the general election in November. Um, I, 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 I don't agree with that. I think that they should just let the process uh, handle and occur naturally and not continue to manipulate it. It's destroying their image with the people. They're losing support and they're losing money. And if they can't see the writing on the wall, if they keep acting like this as a party, they're not going to have much party left anymore. Not in this state anyway. My, your website is ranthamforgovernor.com. Ramthum. Ranthonforgovernor.com. Wouldn't it sometimes it be easier just to put an M as in Mary on the end of that instead of an N? Well, then it would be false information and I could get sued for, you know. <laughs> yeah, same way it'd be easier for my name to be H-O-U-S-E instead of H-O-W-S-E. It would take care of a lot of problems. I wasn't going to say anything, but now that you went there, touche. <laughs> good call. So, yeah, I but, guess. Uh, back, back to just a real quick comment with what's going on in Wisconsin. Um, Robin Voss never to the rc person i think you said i never wanted closure on this he never wanted truth and transparency that's why he attacked me because i was focused on that and let there be light fives press release flew right over his head and the ordinance ordinance dropped right on his forehead uh, when you fly over the target that's when you get the most flack right and that's when he attacked me um, everything has been excuse based ever since uh, they make up stuff about me to try to make me look like i'm not uh, credible which is is not correct either everything i do is about truth and about honesty and, and openness. And I want uh, I want closure on this, just like Dan said. We want a system that works uh, just like your washing machine or your refrigerator. It should be quiet behind the scenes. It should happen periodically every two or four years, and it shouldn't be a big deal. But they have rigged this thing and manipulated it for so long that it's become a learned behavior. And now they're busted at it, and they don't want to admit that they were wrong, I think. Maybe that's part of the problem. They're just too proud to admit they were wrong, that I was right. Heaven forget, forbid my, my uh, colleagues would say that Rampton was right all along, but you know what? I was. And I've been on the right side of the fence on this thing since day one, and I'll continue to fight it. No matter what happens to me in any election, I'm going to continue to fight this thing and do right for the people. So help me God. And that's my last word. Other than help me out with some donations I could use to help. Ranthumforgovernor.com. Hey, before I let you go, my next candidate is the gubernatorial candidate for Georgia. How much do you know about Candace Taylor? I know enough about her that she's the person that needs to be elected. And for Mike Pence to go down there and throw a wrench in that gear is incredibly telling to me. And I'll tell you what, that's going to burn his bridges for anything elected going forward. Uh, He was already probably written off by the people of this country, but he's going to terminate anything going forward if he gets involved that way. So, yeah, she's awesome. She's good stuff. I'm I'm glad you're you're having her on. Uh, She could use some help, too, I'm sure. So thank you. Thank you, Representative. Appreciate it. As always, good to see you, sir. Stay stay blessed. You too, my friend. We'll talk soon. All right, look at the screen real quick here, folks. Let me do a refresh on this. I want to remind you, something we're going to try to do a little more regularly here is incorporate your involvement in the uh, the comments section. So, uh, again, look at the comments section. Go under the player number one. So all you got to do here, let me show you how this works. Go to home page, 
Okay, you see this where it says comment? Click right there to comment. You can register if you have it, and then you can start commenting. Okay, look at that. Uh, as far as I can tell, Tim Rantham is 100% golden. I love his candor and passion. Let's help him. You go, Tim. Can War Room or Mike Lindell help Rantham? He needs to get his voice out in Wisconsin. Well, maybe you guys ought to start emailing. Emailing Steve Bannon and ask him to have him. Trump needs to endorse Tim Rantham for governor of Wisconsin. He's the best person to lead the state of Wisconsin. Look at this, folks. Wisconsin need to hear more from you, Rantham. We only we only see Mr. Michaels. I guess must be his candidate. Well, we're trying to... No, I cannot. Brandon, run, no, I cannot. Not going to happen. This is where I met. Not, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Uh, let's see. I wouldn't even run for Congress, uh, much less anything else. Uh, I am staying right here where I'm at. Um, I'll give a platform, but this is where my gifts are the best. So I appreciate that, but my gifts are best right here, given a platform to the candidates that want to run, and that's what we're going to do, but thank you for that. Um, I love what I do. I wake up every day and think, wow, I get to do this. And, uh, and that includes not only hosting radio and TV. Because, see, if I, if I run for something, I have to give up all those 60 stations I'm on. You can't do that under FCC rules. So I don't want I work too long to build that audience up. And uh, not only that, I get to, as I said, do radio, TV, run the Lindell Network, run my network, write books, do documentaries. Working on part two of Brainwashed, the movie. If you haven't seen Brainwashed, the movie, part one, you ought to see it. You can watch all two hours for free. I, I used to sell my documentaries. Then I started making them free. Uh, brainwashedthemovie.com, brainwashedthemovie.com to watch the first two hours. Uh, I spent 10 hours Saturday and Sunday continuing to work on the script for Brainwash the Movie Part 2. And I'm going to work on that more this weekend and hope to start filming uh, of that next weekend and with the goal of that coming out this fall. And let me just mention this fall real quick because I do hold a, a conference every year. The Ozarks, the Ozarks Worldview Weekend. I've been holding that one for 19 years. And this year... Uh, I'm a little late in booking everybody and planning it, but this year it'll be, again, Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri, Central Missouri, beautiful lake, 1,150 miles of shoreline, Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri. It, there's a, there is a uh, banquet on Thursday night, the 13th, our foundation banquet on the 13th that night, but the conference itself gets underway on Friday night, October 14th. Friday night, October 14th, all day Saturday, the 15th, and then Sunday morning, we close it out with a worship service. And by Monday, we hope to have it set up for you to see all the speakers and to register. Last year, it sold out. The speakers this year, so you can go ahead and write it on your calendar. The weekend of October 14, 15, and then Sunday morning, the 16th. Centrally located. Most of you can drive. My speakers will include Patrick Wood on technocracy and all the great things. Mike Lindell, backed by popular demand. Leo Homan, who breaks stories nonstop. Heard Michelle Bachman quoting him a couple times on Steve Bannon's show the other day, informing her about the WHO treaty. Annie Cyrus, born and raised in Iran, expert on Islam and so much more. Then we'll have Dr. Peter Vince, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Peter McCullough, all of these people live in person. Roger Stone, Terry Turchi, the former assistant deputy director of the counterterrorism division of the FBI, and Dr. Andy Woods. Those are the people I've booked thus far and myself. So, again, um, you want to mark your calendar and join us the Friday night, October 14th, Saturday the 15th, half day, Sunday the 16th. We'll let you know how you can register. Uh, but anyway, I love doing all this, so I'm going to stick doing this.
All right, joining me now is Candace Taylor. She is running for governor. And by the way, Mike Lindell is his show we're doing right now, The Lindell Report. He's in the air. We tried connecting with him. The coverage wasn't very good. If he gets on the ground and can get a good cell signal with us, we'll mix him in. Uh, other than that, let me just say real quick, then the Worldview Report, our nightly newscast at 7 o'clock. And then at 7.30, I am going to have on Annie Cyrus, an expert on Islam and Iran and some things going on. Then I'm going to have on OBGYN Dr. James Thorpe. And then, ready for it, I'm having on Pat Boone. Some of you go, who? It's a generational thing. I asked a couple of the young people today, you know who Pat Boone is? Uh, no. But they all are going to love my interview with Pat Boone. You've got to hear it. He's going to talk about having been involved in the anti-communist uh, campaigns, fighting communism with John Wayne and with um, uh, Ronald Reagan and a whole host of other people. You, you do not want to miss my interview with Pat Boone tonight. He'll be 89 in June. Sharp as a tack. you got to hear this tonight. All right. Joining me now is Georgia gubernatorial candidate Candace Taylor. Candace, welcome back to the broadcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Well, you just heard from gubernatorial candidate Wisconsin, Tim Rantham. Did you hear what he said about you? I did. I appreciate that shout out. He says he's a great guy, and I hope that the convention this weekend goes perfectly for him. Will you have that situation? Will you have a state convention coming up? No? No, Georgia doesn't have a state convention in the election year of the governor. So we did a state convention last June and 2021 but this june we do not have one because of the governor's race okay well as you know it's all over the place that former vice president mike pence is coming to georgia apparently i guess to back brian kemp and you heard tim's response you know how i feel about it well everyone wants to know what you have to say about this and what do you think this means uh, political suicide <laughs> i mean how do you think that you're gonna have mike pence who sold out our president, Donald Trump, on January the 6th, on January the 20th, over and over and over. How do you think that you're going to have him come to Georgia and help you win? You know, that just goes back to more of Brian Kemp's failure as a governor and his pandering and him actually thinking that the people of Georgia are believing the lie that Georgia wasn't hijacked and that the people of Georgia actually didn't elect Donald Trump when we did. Really big. So, He's in denial. I don't know if he thinks that we buy into this and we'll believe this narrative if he keeps trying to tell us the same thing over and over that he can brainwash us like the mainstream media does, but he's wrong. And that in itself, you know, I think what happened was I released the flyer of Mike Lindell and Stu Peters coming to Georgia on May 22nd to do a rally in Forsyth. And then today, his, 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 Mike Pence is coming on May 23rd, the following day. So he's trying to outdo Mike Lindell and Stu Peters with Mike Pence. Isn't that funny? Yeah, isn't that funny? Now, you've been endorsed by Mike Lindell, obviously. He's doing a rally for you. Who else has endorsed you? Oh, gosh. Um, a lot of people. Lynn Wood, Stu Peters, Roger Stone, Ann Vandersteel, Monica Matthews, Josh Barnett that's running for house in Arizona. Oh, golly. There's so many. Seth Cashel. Oh, gosh. I'm going to forget people. Jaron Jackson. Professor Clements, um, there's so many. I can't, I can't name them all, and I'm gonna forget somebody. Um, oh, Joe, oh, Joe Altman. Um, I don't know, a bunch. Good. So the people of Georgia, people of Georgia are endorsing me. 
Well, you tore it up at the debate, and we now found out why they're afraid to have you on the platform after we played those clips. Logan, maybe rack that back up, and we'll play it after she leaves. Her, uh, her, her debate uh, snippets uh, that Stu put together, we should play those when she, when she jumps off here. Uh, so re remind our audience the date that Pence... I was going to talk about the Charlie, Charlie Daniels song, but when, when is he coming down to Georgia? Well, Pence is coming here on Monday before our election. Our election's on May the 24th on Tuesday. So what's going to happen is on Sunday, May 22nd, we're going to have a worship service and we're going to have a we're going to have a, a pastor speak and then we're going to have Stu and Le and Matt Lindell speak. It's going to be awesome on May 22nd. Then on May 23rd, the devil comes down to Georgia with with, with Brian Kemp. And then on 24th is election day, and we take Georgia back to the people. So the Georgia, the devil comes down to Georgia the day after your rally. That's right. Okay. So um, I guess you guys will do a lot of praying and, and about that spiritual warfare before he gets there. Um, let's talk about uh, where people can find out about attending that rally. Where, how do they find out? Where, do they have yeah. to get tickets in advance? No, it's free. So please come. Everybody come. It's free. We'd love to have you. You can go to CandaceTaylor.com. You can go to any of my social media, and you can find it. And it's, it's from 11 to 3 on May 22nd in Forsyth, Georgia. And where is that, for those that don't know? Where is that? It's 15 miles north of Macon, which is middle Georgia. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think, I don't know. We'll have to find out. If, are you guys going to be have a film crew and stream it? Because if you we, don't... Yeah. You are? We are. So, yes, yeah, Stu's people are coming, and then they're going to stream it, I think, here on Frank's speech. And we are. RSBN's coming. Yep, 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 yep. So yeah. we we're going to say we have to either send a camera guy or we need to pick up someone else to stream. But I was going to tell you, we're going to carry it here on Lindell TV. Yay! It's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. So we're going to carry it on Lindell TV. So we'll have a big audience. Okay, since you were with us last, any any more details about polling or anything related to your debate? Because, again, you you came on right after that debate, and, and man alive, you tore it up. And I, there has to have been some news that's come out since you were with us last. Well, I tell my people not to even participate in polls. I've been telling them just to hang the phone up or even vote for, for Purdue. Because I know that they're using this polling, and I don't know if they're going to do an algorithm or what they're going to try to do. They're crazy, but so I just tell them, don't participate in the polls. That they're they're rigged. They don't they're not real. And even though I've told my people not to participate, and they've been telling me they've been hanging the phone up or they've been voting for one of the twin rhinos. I had on Friday news that came from a Georgia House member that said that I was polling at twenty nine percent, and Kent was at thirty something, and and Purdue was at. Got 21, 22. So I'm beating Purdue. We know that. And so Kemp's concerned that I'm going to be in the runoff and not David because he doesn't want to run against me, obviously, because he's running against the people then. Wow. Okay. And have you have you seen any internal polls yourself? Does your campaign do internal polls? We haven't in five weeks because I'm telling you, I was so mad about the debates and they wouldn't let me in them that I am boycotting the polls. So you know, it's interesting to me that they call them polling when actually we go vote at the polling place to cast our ballot. So that makes me feel like they are doing this polling on purpose so they can control the vote because they're using this false narrative to make people feel like if you vote for someone that's not polling high, then you're not going to win. 
and they're not a viable candidate. And we, by nature, are very competitive people. And so it's brainwashing and it's pandering and gaslighting and all the above. And so we're not participating in their little political game. We're taking the state of Georgia back to the people of Georgia. We are up by for the people. We're done with all this mess. And we are going to win outright. And it ain't going to happen with polling. So if polling won elections and money, Hillary would have been president. And we know that didn't happen. That's right. Now, again, I don't make sure people understand. Tell them one more time because you got to say it often. When is your rally? Because we want a huge turnout for your rally. When is it? Sunday, May 22nd, Mike Lindell and Stu Peters are flying from Minnesota, I guess, but we came from Minnesota, down to Georgia, and they're going to do a rally for me in Forsyth, Georgia. It's right above Macon, 15 miles above, May 22nd, 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., and yes, we're going to have worship, we're going to have preaching, and then we're going to go into our rally. So y'all come and join us for service that day and then for being there for the rally and it's free admission. It's going to be great. Y'all can go to my website, candacetaylor.com, and find out the address and the details. May 22nd. Is it inside or outside? Outside. So, so bring a chair. So regardless we of weather, regardless of weather, you're yeah. having it. It's going to be great weather. Yes, we're going to have it. Great. Okay, excellent. And we're going to play your little de your debate clips, which were just amazing, epic, when you when you, when you you hop off here, because I know you're a busy schedule. You must be, I mean, every time I interview you, you just come up a car, which is fine. But that tells me you are all over that state, aren't you? I'm in, I'm in actually in Cobb County right now near Atlanta. I'm doing a fundraising supper. This is my third event for the day. And so, yeah, and tomorrow I have four events and I have an event on Sunday. So we're just, we're hitting it hard. I outwork everybody in Georgia because I have to. I have to reach the people and we are a grassroots campaign, but we have over 2,000 volunteers and we are sign waving all over the state, door knocking, and we are getting this race won. Good, and we even got feedback coming in tonight. People up in Michigan are thanking you for running. Give Candace a big thank you from Michigan as well. So we got people in other states that are thankful you're, they're, they're, that you're running. They're really happy that you're running because, uh, again, we all realize that we've got to save the republic, which means we've got to have people, great people running in all these states. So um, a lot of great people coming in and making comments about that. Ask Candace about Garland Favoritos saying poll watchers were told to leave the scanners on overnight to receive an update. Garland's comment was on the current primary early election. Any comment on that before I let you go? We had a lot of issues last week. We had a lot of issues with people going and they had this new data system. It's not Dominion, it's something else that Brad Raffensperger is using to do the precincts where the people vote. And people got to their precinct and their name wasn't there and they couldn't vote on the machine and they had to vote by paper, which is not necessarily a bad thing. But anyway, it was a mess. And so, yes, there was issues with leaving the scanners on. They were trying to get them updated because they had all kind of problems which makes you wonder why they're having the problems in 2022 when the system was new in 2020. Doesn't make sense. But I want to say this because I read this comment while ago when you were like, scrolling through. Someone said on there, why did Candace vote for $40 million to be sent to, to Ukraine or something? I saw some comment. I didn't vote on anything. I'm not elected. I'm a public servant <laughs> as an educator. Yeah, I was okay. say, how could, I, you're not a member of Congress. How could you vote on that? But I will say that I'm tired of our government printing money and sending it to other places when we can't get baby formula in, in, in America. And whenever we're having food shortages in America, that's a problem. And so I think sometimes we stick our nose in places we don't need to. And this is one of those times. I pay, pray for the innocent people in Ukraine and Russia that are not involved in what's going on over there. But I do think America needs to butt out.
Absolutely. And and I played uh, Congresswoman uh, Kat talking today about the video, the pictures she's received as a Congresswoman of all the baby formula packed into the uh, immigration processing center down in Ursula. But uh, no baby formula for America's babies, not for the America's moms, but plenty for people breaking the law down there in uh, uh, the southern at the southern border. It's just absolutely horrific. And I agree with you. Forty billion dollars to fight a war. As I said earlier, why do we want to fight, pick a fight with Russia through Ukraine? Because we pick a fight with Russia. We're fighting China, Russia, Iran and North Korea. I do not think that's a good idea for us. There's no national interest, no national interest in Ukraine for us. They want to destroy our country. They literally do. They want to destroy our country. And so all I know is, is that people are awake and we have to band together and we have to push back and say no more. And we have to take every single seat away from these corrupt rhino Republican politicians who do not care about the people of our country. Absolutely. Well, uh, we'll keep praying for you. And we're so glad you joined us tonight. We're excited about the rally coming up with Stu Peters and Mike Lindell. We'll be carrying it live here on Lindell TV. And they can find all the details out as well as support you, I'm sure, make a contribution to your campaign if they so wish at CandiceTaylor.com. And they'll find out information about the rally there too, right? Yes, it, the, the rally information is there. I would love for y'all to make a donation. Just like the guy from Wisconsin said before, it's important. Even $5, $25, you think it doesn't matter. It matters. Those donations are what runs this campaign. So I ask, first of all, for y'all to pray for me. Please pray for me for safety and for endurance and for a favor of God on May 24th. Absolutely. Well, you're always welcome here. Proud of you. Great job. And we're going to show your epic clips from the from the uh, debate as well. So have a great weekend. I know you're super busy. We really appreciate your making time for us tonight. Thank you for inviting me. By, by the way, Mike, Mike, Mike knew that I was having you on and uh, I called him and I said, okay, I've booked three guests for your show. Hopefully you can Skype in and be with us. But he was in the air, not a good signal. But I rattled off who I was having. He's like, man, it's, it's out of control. It's out of control over there what you're doing. So he was pretty excited. So you're doing a good job. You wait and see how out of control this rally is going to be. You should fly in for the rally too. <laughs> well, I could actually drive. I'm in Memphis, so I'm not too far from oh, it. That come would, on. That would be a very quick drive for us. But uh, but I may just stay here and anchor it from the news desk. I'll let you know. But either way, we're carrying it here at Lindell TV, and I will be involved at least from the anchor desk, if nothing else. That's but right. It, May 22nd, join us. Absolutely. And anytime you need to come on, you just let us know. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you, Candace. Folks, pray for her. Check out her website as well, won't you? All right. Uh, let's go real quick over to the website before we roll these clips by Candace. I want to show you those real quick. Let's go to frankspeech.com. Click on online store. I'm in the wrong browser, guys. Hold on a second. Uh, wrong browser. Uh, they go to this one and then this one. Because I think, before I show these clips by Candace again, which are amazing from the debate the other night, uh, I think there is a slipper sale going on. Is it on, up on the website yet? Maybe not. Let me see if it's over at my pillow. Maybe they got it up because Mike was telling me that there is going to be a big slipper sale or something going on with the slippers. But maybe uh, maybe they haven't gotten that online yet. Uh, I don't know. Well, here we go right here. MyPillow.com. My slippers, moccasins, $69.99 with promo code SAVE 50%. But I think there's something else going on. Maybe it just hasn't gotten online yet. But we do know they got the big buy one, get one free sale going. Big buy one, get one free. Here you go. Uh, of all kinds of things, buy one, get one free. Shop now. Uh, you got six-piece towel set. Uh, buy one, get one free. All kinds of others. So let me go back to uh, Frank's speech, guys, if you don't mind. Frank's speech, because that, that one has that, 
that ad on there that I like. There it is right there. Uh, buy one, get one free. My uh, bed sheets, Giza, Giza Elegance, my pillows, go, roll and go anywhere, six towel set, throwing in Mike's books, slippers, so much, dog bed, uh, so much that you can get here, folks. Again, you're supporting our network. You're supporting this show, keeping it all going. And you're getting great products at the same time. Please consider doing that. Uh, robes, the Bionic Wrench, so much more. Uh, MyPillow.com or FrankSpeech.com. Use that promo code L77. It denotes that you're watching the Lindell Report and want to support the network and the show of Mike Lindell and Mike Lindell's work. So please, please, please. All right? All right, let's roll these. Um, and by the way, again, Pat Boone joins me tonight. Uh, during Brandon House Live, and you do not want to miss that. I know you don't want to miss that. 89 years old this June, and uh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. He's actually got a new movie coming out. He's got a new book coming out. Uh, I guarantee he's going to have some things to say about communism and Marxism. You don't want to miss this coming up tonight, my interview with Pat Boone uh, during Brandon House Live starting at 7.30 Central Time. The Worldview Report News, the nightly news we do here, which has now been picked up by five different networks. Five different networks that now picked up the Worldview Report. So uh, we're thankful for that. But yeah, join me for Brandon House Live at 7.30 Central, and then Pat Boone will be part of that show, along with Annie Cyrus and along with Dr. James Thorpe, OBGYN. All right, let's roll these clips, these epic clips by my guest I just had, gubernatorial candidate Candace Taylor of Georgia. Watch this. Dr. Taylor, you tweeted on April the 23rd that, and I quote, there will be a runoff, period, and I'm going to be in it. What makes you so certain that you can get into a runoff in this race? Am I really polling that low? I mean, really? My inner polling didn't show that. The people of Georgia don't think I'm polling that low. And it's funny I haven't been in a debate yet. Thank the Lord I'm here today. I'm thankful for the Atlanta Press Club who stood up for the people and let them have a voice. I am one of the people. I'm an educator, and I've been fighting for abused kids for 19 years, and I'm sick and tired of what's been going on in our state. Enough is enough. Our election was hijacked. Our children were masked. This governor failed us in Georgia. The people know it. I know it. I'm running. I'm here. He's going to have a woman running against him because of his failure. Those we elect are to work for us, not against us. The Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, is the worst evil on earth. Our governor met with two consulates four times before Dominion was signed. Chinese made solar panels farms that do not work are being pushed on our farmers. This is the communist, liberal, leftist agenda of the Green New Deal. Ms. Davis, by two your question, billions. please. I'm Taylor. I'm Taylor. I'm sorry. Thank Taylor. you, Ms. Dr. Taylor. All these examples prove you're not working for us. Governor Kemp, we the people want to know what's stopping you from severing ties for Georgia, renouncing the CCP, and putting Georgia first. So what was your question again? They have a school system and teachers that are not trying to indoctrinate our children and making sure that we strengthen all parts of our state. I just want to say that the school system has been neglected, and we not only have CRT and SEL and comprehensive sex education teaching transgender perversion to our children, we also have anti-white racism that has not been addressed by the current administration. It's taken over our schools, and it's ruining, this, it's ruining the students, and it's ruining the environment. Dr. Taylor, how would you have handled the pandemic? Can I speak just one uh, second no, before she gets? No, we're, we're, we're going to move. We're going to move on. Hindsight is 2020. So, for being fair, I'm not going to say that he did everything wrong. What I am going to say is the schools shouldn't have been shut for the length of time that they were, and we should have unmasked children very quickly. We still have schools wearing masks to this day. We have kids with speech problems that are worse and worse, and kids that should already be progressed on that aren't because of the failure of this administration. 2020, totally. 100%. Donald Trump won. He won. 
we have a fraudulent pedophile in the White House because Governor Kemp failed. He can say he didn't have the right to call a special session. The Constitution's clear. He not only had a right, he had an obligation. It's clear in the Constitution. He chose not to do it. And why? Maybe it's because he wouldn't renounce the CCP a while ago. I don't know. I'm not him. But I'm telling you, the people of Georgia have had enough. That is why I'm on this stage, and that is why I'm going to win, because the people have had enough. Stacey Abrams will never win Georgia in a fair legal vote. Let's hope we have one. Maybe they're scared. Maybe they know they'll go to jail. But I will say this, and I've said it in many meetings. I'm asked this question almost every single week. I will support whoever the Republican nominee is. I'll even knock doors for them. I knock doors for myself, which the two good old boys don't, twin rhinos over here. But I'll knock for them if one of them wins, but they'll never win. Candace Taylor will win, and I'll be the first female governor of Georgia. Each candidate will now have 60 seconds for a closing statement. I hope you've been paying attention to the amount of time that's been spent on the establishment's choice and the fake media's choice on this stage. Back and forth with rebuttals when the other three didn't get any. I hope you've been paying attention. I am your candidate because I'm one of you and I'm going to fight for you every single day in that governor's mansion. I don't need a record in politics to get it done. In fact, that's the problem. We've got a bunch of failures on the stage that didn't get it done with failing voting records in the Senate and failed our whole economy and our children during the pandemic. So I'm going to tell you right now, when you go vote on May 24th, do not vote early. You vote for the person who's going to represent your values. And I'm going to put the Constitution first, and I'm going to put Jesus first every single time. And we're going to fix our schools. We're going to get rid of this anti-white racism and oppression of our children of color. We're going to get rid of the transgender manipulation, and we're going to ensure that boys aren't in our girls' bathrooms, and girls aren't in our boys' bathrooms, and people aren't being raped. And we're going to get rid of kindergarten teachers, men with beers and lipstick and high heels teaching our children. We're going to get back to being moral in Georgia. We're going to put morality over money. I'm Candace Taylor. I'm the one you've been waiting for. Again, on the site underneath the player, uh, Candace, don't ever give up. That's from Carlos from Georgia. Latino supports you. Good luck from Massachusetts. Take back Georgia. Thank you from Arizona. Look at this. Candace will win. Love Candace. It's amazing all of these folks watching from other states. You know why? Because in some of those states, <laughs> they know they maybe don't have a chance to have someone like her or Tim. So they're supporting uh, some of these folks in these other states. And that's just awesome. Because again, we're trying to reclaim the country one state at a time, one county at a time. And it's fun to watch some of you guys, even in other states, supporting some of these candidates of your choice. That's excellent. Well, again, we appreciate your being with us. And of course, we appreciate what Mike Lindell is doing. Again, we launched this network here April 19th of last year, Mike and I did, and we've been working so hard to fill it in with such good programming and content. You know, we recently added Roger Stone. We added Annie Cyrus as a new host. Uh, we have added in uh, Millennial Millie, Millie Weaver as a new host. Uh, we have another host we'll be announcing very soon, a national figure. Many of you will recognize this, this man's name. So we're working hard, and again, it's all made possible by you. When we talk about streaming this uh, rally coming up with Candace and Mike and Stu, that all takes money. As you're watching tonight, it's free for you to watch. We don't put up a paywall and make you pay to watch, but we have to pay. It's a, there's a streaming cost, all of this. The guys in the control room, it's very expensive to do television. Uh, some of you I know have maybe bought all you can buy for right now for yourself, but consider uh, buying for others. Christmas, not Christmas, we'll do that later in the fall. Uh, graduation gifts, housewarming gifts, wedding gifts, so many opportunities to give gifts along the way. Consider doing that shopping, if you would, at MyPillow.com. Use that promo code L77. 
to save up to 66% and support this network and the work of Michael Mandel at the same time. Thank you so much for all you guys do to encourage us. We hope we're an encouragement and a blessing to you in return. The Worldview Report is next, and after that, Brandon House Live starts, and I'm going to have, as I said, with me, Pat Boone tonight. Spread the word. Tweet, text, email, Facebook. You're going to love hearing from Pat Boone, who's 89 in June. I'm going to ask him and talk to him about communism, his fight on the uh, front line of fighting the communists with Ronald Reagan and, and uh, John Wayne and others, and the changes he's seen in America in his day and time. You don't want to miss that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks for watching. On behalf of Mike Lindell, I'm Brandon House. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.